0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد باب حسن الخلق قال الله تعالى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وإنك لعلى خلق عظيم وقال تعالى والكاظمين الغيظ والعافين عن الناس الآية صدق الله العظيم this is a new chapter which we are beginning, as we have mentioned previously, there is always a link and a connection between the headings and the titles that Imam Novi rahimahullah, has introduced in his kitab. The previous chapter, just to recap Babu Tahrim, the chapter which deals with the prohibition of pride and conceit haughtiness, arrogance and self-conceit interestingly this particular chapter which Imam Rahimullah has brought after that the meanings are interrelated Husnul Khuluq is given it the title a chapter which deals with beautiful or good akhlak and character. Obviously, anything has a positive side and has a negative side. So the previous chapter where we deal with the prohibition of haughtiness, arrogance, self-conceit, this is obviously what we call negative character traits. So, and in this particular chapter, We can see from the very, very word "husn," which literally translates in English beautiful, in other words attractive. So this chapter deals with attractive character in other words, the positive aspects of akhlaq and character. The importance of this particular heading or title which Imam Nabi Rahimullah has given Babu husn al-Khuluq we cannot Possibly overstate the importance of it. In fact, if there is any aspect of Sharia or Deen today that we are very, very negligent with regards to and we don't fully appreciate its importance and its significance and its relevance, then it is this particular chapter, Husnul Khuluq, good akhlaq, good character. Many of us have different mindsets. When it comes to good akhlaq and character, as to its importance, etc. I remember once many years ago, there was some ishtimao gathering. Manai Ibrahim Devala Sahab, Davun Barakatu, was giving a bayan. And in the introduction of that bayan, he said something that afterwards caused many of the satis to reflect in the manner in which he presented it. He said that if you have to look at the Shariat and Deen of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and if you have to actually divide that Shariat then what we today consider to be the whole of Shariat you ask somebody what is Deen, what is Islam, what is Shariat immediate instant response Deen is Ibadat Or, if you ask a person, what does ibadat mean? Then the idea is, obviously, your salah, zakat, hajj, istinja, wudu, tilawat of Quran, zikr of Allah, fasting, the masail, the laws, the injunctions pertaining to all all these various aspects of what we call ibadat and the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And to a very large extent, that is the sum total perception and understanding which we have. This is deen. So, Moana in his bayan, he presented it like this he said that that which we consider to be the whole of deen in reality, if you look at the shariat of Rasulullah, forms only about 20% of deen. And even if you look at the books of fiqh, or you look at the books of hadith also. If it's coming to fiqh or Islamic laws or jurisprudence or injunctions, kitab al-salah, kitab al-saum, kitab al-hajj, kitab al If it is a five-volume work of fiqh, you can ask the ulama or ask the students of deen, you will find that maybe one, the first, first volume, or maybe the half of the second volume, first one or one and a half volumes will be all this. Kitab al-Salaam, Kitab zakat Kitab al-Hajj. And the other three and a half volumes will be what? Three or four volumes. The other three or four volumes will be what are the Islamic injunctions or laws or regulations. In how to live with your fellow human being. What we call akhlaq in character. This forms 70 or 80% of Sharia and Deen. And today our perception and understanding of Sharia and Deen generally tends to hover around what is actually only 20 or 25% of Sharia. What we call or what we refer to as acts of ibadat. The reality, my respected brothers, is that akhlaq and character is also part of ibadat. In fact, ulama mentioned, they say when it comes to this term, husnul khuluq, good akhlaq or good character, they say there is husnul khuluq ma'allah and husnul khuluq ma'a ibadillah. Good akhlaq and character with Allah and good akhlaq and character with the servants or the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in other words the human beings that you come into contact with akhlaq and character does not is not something only related to your fellow creation first and foremost is husnul khuluq ma Allah and there, ulama mention they say shara'an wa qadran. What is husnul khuluq with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? That whatever are the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us with, what is husnul khuluq with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to accept that, accept Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's commands bil inshirah, with the open chest, bil itminan, with tranquillity. With taslim, having bowed down ourselves, handed ourselves over to whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us with, and whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited us from. Three things they say in shirah, open heart, taslim, having handed ourselves over to it, with itminan, with total complete tranquility, and thereafter, to carry out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's command, to fulfill that injunction, whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us with, to fulfill it to, without any hesitation, without questioning it in any way, without laziness, without contempt, pushing ourselves forward. They say all this is incorporated in husnul khuluq allah. This is how you develop your good akhlaq and character with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then there are those conditions which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring upon us. This is a fact of life. Conditions which are Allah's taqdeer. Allah has ordained them. And many times those conditions are such that they outwardly appear to be harmful to us. Or outwardly we do dislike them. Certain conditions Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings upon us husnul Allah is that in the face of those conditions to, to one is to accept it with the heart and over and above that bilisanihi to say with your tongue to billahi billahi rabba i am happy with Allah is my Rabb and i am happy with whatever condition Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decided for me this is what ulama ikram explained is husnul khuluq ma allah and then is the general understanding that we have of husnul khuluq that is husnul khuluq ma ibadillah good akhlaq and good character with the slaves of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in other words by slaves of allah ta'ala is men not only muslims every human being that we come into contact with every human being that we come into contact with when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam allah ta'ala says wa ma arsalnaka illa rahmatal lil alamin oh muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam we have not sent you as anything 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 except rahmat and mercy but not lil mu'minin towards the believers lil alamin for the entire alam so Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or Rasulullah sallallahu was a mercy for every alam. And in alam-e-insan, in the world of human beings, today if you look geographically or we look from a statistics point of view, 20% of alam-e-insan is Muslims. 15 or 20% is Muslims. Nabi sallallahu was a rahmat to 100% of humanity. So the other 80%, kuffar, disbelievers, mushrikeen, yahood, nasara, all of them also, he taught us how to interact with them. He taught us what, how we should deal with them. So he taught us husnul khuluq ma ibadillah. He taught us how, what type of akhlaq and character we should have with every human being that we come into contact with and all this is incorporated in what we call husnul khuluq ma ibadillah good akhlaq and character with the slaves of allah subhanahu wa taala digressing this is a very very pertinent chapter in fact this is one of the, one of the most important chapters in riyadus salehin or in any book of hadith the chapter which deals with husnul khuluf, akhlaq and character, because akhlaq and character, like I said, I'm digressing. Akhlaq and character is what we call. Allama Ikram say "This is the makeup. This is taziyin. Taziyin means to beautify something. How do you become a beautiful Muslim? How do you beautify yourself?" Ibn Adam, kam tataziyin talil one hadith in it is mentioned, Allah addresses, Allah says, O Ibn Adam, O insan, how much you have beautified yourself for your, for the people. In other words, makeup, cosmetics, or in a male's case, going to the salon, doing himself up, very conscious of our appearance, want to make ourselves beautiful and attractive, outwardly, physically. Allah Ta'ala says, Hal ajli? Have you beautified yourself for my sake? That inner beauty... Inner beauty and that beauty which attracts people. That beauty which makes you a beautiful Muslim in the sight of Allah and His Rasul ﷺ. And that beauty which makes you a beautiful human being. In the eyes of everyone who comes into contact with uh, with you. Your actual makeup, your actual zinat, your actual beauty, that is akhlaq. And when Allah speaks of Rasulullah ﷺ in the Quran, Allah says, For you in Muhammad sallallahu this is very this is an ajib verse. Many times you mention this. Allah says for you in Muhammad sallallahu is uswatun, is the most perfect is, is, an, is an example, is uswa, he is qudwa. Qudwa means he is your role model. You have to follow him. Logically and more often than not when we translate this verse, we translate it uswatun kamila. The most perfect example is there in Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But Quran didn't use the word kamil. Allah doesn't say for you in Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa is the most kamil qudwa, perfect, comprehensive example, role model. Allah says uswatun hasana. For you in Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is the most beautiful example. Now, why the word Husain? Fortunately, we've run out of time. Inshallah, we'll continue.